Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short term unless our mindset changes for long term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Zegler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. There's a story that it's gone around the internet, on social media. I've seen it a lot, but I just think it's a great story. And it kind of shares the idea and thought that I want to share with you today. It talks about um, this father. He is dying and he has this, this watch that his, his grandfather or his father gave him. And it was almost 200 years old. And um, he told his son, he said, before I give it to you, I want you to go to the jewelry store downtown and, and tell them I want to sell it and just see how much they offer you. So the son goes, okay. So he goes down to the jewelry store and he comes back and uh, tells his father, he said, they offered me $150 for it because it was just too old. And father said, okay. He said, well, go to the pawn shop. Go to the pawn shop and see how much they'll give you for it. So the son goes to the pawn shop. He comes back to his father and he said, he said, dad, the, the, the pawn shop only offered me $10. They said it was, it looks too worn out. It's too old. They said it's 200 years old. Father asked the son, he said, well, he said, okay. He said, I want you to, it's the last place you have to go. He said, why don't you go to the museum? There's a museum here in town. Go to them. Take this 200-year-old watch and just see um, what they'll give you for it. Son said, okay. So he goes to the museum. He comes back um, to see his dad. And, and he says, dad, he said, the curator offered me $500,000 for this very rare piece to be included in their precious antique collection. The father looked at his son. He said, son, I just wanted to let you know that the right place values you in the right way. If don't find yourself in the wrong place and get angry if you're not valued. Those that know your value are those that appreciate you. Don't stay in a place where nobody sees value. His dad said, Know your worth. And I just think it's such a powerful story as we talk about today about the, the value um, we offer in a place is the best place for us. And, the, and where we're valued the most is, is the place for us. It's the, you know, the pawn shop was going to give them $10 for this worn out piece of junk. Whereas a museum was going to give him $500,000 for this rare antique. And I thought about, as I thought about this, um, this story, my wife and I came a, a few weeks ago. We went to the uh, PBR uh, finals, the professional bull riding uh, finals. They were in Fort Worth, Texas. So we, we went there to check it out and, and uh, we, we enjoy the PBR. It's a lot of fun. Um, love to see, uh, all those bull riders ride, and I just think they're some of the toughest guys. Uh, you know, they'll get hurt. They'll, I mean, they might get on with, you know, 
a broke leg, a broke foot, a broke arm, as long as it's not their right, their hanging on arm. Uh, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're just amazing. They'll get on and just ride the heck out of it and be all beat up and they'll just got stepped on. It's just, it's just, I mean, I just think there's some amazing guys that just keep getting back on every time they get, I think it's a good, uh, a good thing to look at for life. You know, when we get stomped on, we get, I mean, these are big old bulls. They're getting stomped on, hammered on, thrown, tossed. These guys keep getting back on. And I think about that when there, something happens to me in, in life and I think, get back on. You know, you're not hurt. Go again. Get back on. You can do it. And as we were watching this past, a few weeks ago, the PBR finals and, uh, the, the cowboy, the, the bull rider that won, uh, his, he, his name was, uh, Rafael Jose DeBrito. And he, he had won, he won rookie of the year. He won the event that day, um, for the event that round, but then he also won, uh, the overall. So he took home about, um, that, that Sunday afternoon, um, over the couple weeks of riding and through the year. Uh, but just, just from that event, the PBR finals, he took home about $1.5 million. He was a rookie from Brazil. A lot of bull riders, there's a lot of them are, are Brazilian. And he came, um, to ride as a rookie. As a rookie, he won. And that's not including all of his earnings throughout the year. That was just for that event. That's the PBR finals. He, he was taking home about $1.5 million. And as I thought about that, and I thought about the story and, um, about the father and the watch and the son. And I was thinking about who in the world, I, I'm not quite sure how many rides he rode over the event. Um, maybe five or six, seven, maybe we're talking about. If he stays on, eight seconds. And when we think about if we divided those seconds, all the seconds combined that he stayed on a bull, into that $1.5 million, that would be an, a, an insane amount of money per second. Not per hour, per second. And I thought, well, what makes, I mean, what makes that valuable? And then I thought back to the story and I thought he, he had to put himself in the right place. Would he necessarily been able to get $1.5 million on top of all of his earnings in Brazil with his skill? Probably not. Not at all. He came to the United States, got into the PBR, got onto a team, got into the PBR finals and won $1.5 million because he found the place that valued him, the place that, that valued what he could offer. And, and if you've never watched a PBR event, it's an amazing thing. It's, um, it's a lot of action. It's a lot of noise. It's a lot of music. It's a lot of, it's super entertaining. It's just a really neat thing to, uh, to be at. And if, and if, you know, if, if you haven't, if you've just been listening to the Mind Body Project, if you go way back to one of my first, um, it's probably within my first six, seven episodes of the show of when we started a couple years ago, I was able to interview Cody Lambert, uh, one of the founders of the PBR, which was a great time. Um, so I encourage you to go back and listen to that. Uh, it was just a neat, uh, neat interview and, and exciting to see, um, where, 
they started to wear the PBR. They just celebrated 30 years um, of the PBR. And, and as I watch that, I think back to my interview with Cody, and I think about where they started and where those Cowboys started back in the 90s and what it has evolved in today. Um, they, they saw their value, and they put themselves in a place that valued them. Uh, most of them are still part of the PBR in different different ways, different uh, things. Um, but but as I thought about value and I thought about what um, Rafael DeBrito, Jose DeBrito brought to it, I thought about, you know, how did how did how was he valued? You know, he had to add value to himself before he could be valued by others. So what do I mean? He had to, he had to work on, um, he had to learn how to be a better bull rider. He had to learn, maybe he had to work out. He had to learn different techniques, how to, um, how to know which way to go, which way to turn, how to hang on to the rope, all these different things he had to learn to become a better bull rider to be able to beat all those other bull riders to win $1.5 million in the PBR finals. And so as I thought about how do we add value to ourselves? How do we add value to ourselves to put ourselves in the best place that values us? And the, and the first thing is invest in yourself. Jim Rohn, uh, I love listening to Jim Rohn. He's, um, if you ever listen to Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn was Tony Robbins' mentor. Uh, Jim Rohn just has a great voice, uh, has a lot of great, uh, simple things that you go, why not think about that? Come on. But Jim Rohn says that we should spend more time on ourselves than we do at our jobs. Think about um, you go to work. Yeah, let's say you work a 40-hour week. You work a 40-hour week. Did you spend 40 hours on yourself this week? You know, there's no time. But 40 hours might be you, you are adding value to yourself by your spending time in a hobby. You're learning. You're taking experiences. You're uh, reading. You're doing these different things that add value to yourself that become help you become more valuable. And when you become, when you invest in yourself, because don't we invest so much time and energy into work, but we don't invest that same time and energy necessarily to ourselves. Why do why do why do CEOs of company get paid millions and millions of dollars? Because of the value they bring to that company. If we broke it down to an hourly rate, you think, that's no way they're worth that. But they're worth that because of the value they bring. Why is a minimum wage called minimum wage job? Because we bring the minimum value needed to that position. We, 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 we can't, you know, if we agree to take that minimum wage job, we can't get upset, well, I'm worth more than that. How many times have you gone to ask for a promotion and say, I'm worth more, but have you done any work on yourself to be able to get that? Or did you just think, oh, since I have experience, I need more money. Since I've been here for five years, I need more money. But in that five years, have you invested in yourself and now are you bringing more value to your employer? And if so, then, hey, by all means, you ask for a little, little more cash in the pocket. But we have to be honest with ourselves and say, did I add value to myself to be able to bring more value to my company? Did I add more value to myself to be able to bring more value to my marriage? Did I add more value to myself to become 
add more value to my friendship? Did I add more value to myself to bring more value to my church, my organization? So we have to start doing those things to add value to ourselves. And so many times we we expect others to value us when we haven't spent any time adding value to ourselves. But for some reason, because we've been there for, we've put in the time, we think we need, we deserve more. You should value me more. I've been here 10 years. Great. What have you, what value had have you added to yourself to add value to the company? Maybe, maybe you know 10 different jobs. Hey, that's more, you're, you've, you've learned more. You've, now you're more valuable to the company. But if just because you've been 10 years and you've been uh, a widget cutter and you've been in that same spot for 10 years, why should you make more money? Do you cut it any different? Do you do it any better? Do you have some ingenious idea that's going to make it quicker, save the company money? Or is it just because you expect more money because you've been sitting in that same spot for 10 years? The company would probably love to pay you more if you brought more value than what you started at 10 years ago. And when you start to add value to yourself, there's going to be places just like the sun went to the different places that don't value you. They don't value what you have. You've been spending time and energy and resources adding value to yourself. And then you realize, wait a minute, the place I'm in is not valuing me. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's an organization. Maybe it's your company. You realize that they're not valuing me. And and I think sometimes we we think, well, I'm not a good enough employee. I'm not a good enough uh, friend. I'm not a good enough spouse. I'm not a good enough whatever. But sometimes... And we have to be honest with this. Sometimes we're in a place that doesn't value us. And we need to find that place that puts that value on us and not a made up value. The, the, the son didn't take, um, a $5 toy watch and expect to get 500,000. The father gave him a 200 year old watch. And told him to take it to different places because he wanted the son to realize the valuable thing he had. And those places that don't value us sometimes are a necessity. They're needed. Because if the son went first to the museum that offered him 500000 he would have thought, oh, okay. But as the dad showed him, he wanted him to see that the, those places didn't value him like, didn't value the watch like the museum, like the curator at the museum. He wanted, he, the son needed to see those experiences to understand that not everybody's going to value it the same. And sometimes when we find that sweet spot is when we find we've added value to ourselves and we find that place that values us. Now that doesn't mean that once we've added value to ourselves, we're on cruise control. No. We've added value to ourselves. We grow. We learn. We, we found a company that values us. We found a relationship that va values us. But now we have to keep working on that. We have to keep adding value to ourselves. To, um, and, and there's no end to that. 
if uh, I hear a lot of times when preachers are talking about churches, says if they're not growing, they're dying. And the same thing is true with us. If we're not growing, we become stagnant. Have you ever seen water um, have a, a tank, pond, whatever you want to call it, out um, in my pasture? And when there's no wind, it hasn't rained, uh, the water's not moving, it just sits there, just still as can be. And all the, there's all kinds of junk on the top. It just looks kind of gross and just is not very pleasant. It's stagnant. But when the wind's blowing and there's circulation, there's movement, you can tell it just looks so much fresher. It looks cleaner. It's moving those things out. There's, there's things happening. So if, it, and we have to be in a constant state of growth. We're never too old to grow. Um, my dad, uh, he was, uh, we're missionaries when I was a kid. Uh, he, we went to, um, a place that brought, brought us to Texas is that, that taught missionaries how to translate the Bible into other language. Um, and there was a, a missionary there that, at, that told my dad, um, should write the Bible, should copy, you know, copy it down. And my dad, you know, at that time was in his um, 30s and 40s, yeah, 40s, probably 30s. Anyhow, um, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, like we all are in the, at that age of like, I don't have time. I got I me mean, have four kids. He's, you know, he's got all this stuff going on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad's just about 80. And at uh, the beginning of this year, he started writing the Bible. He started copying the Bible um, and, and writing it down. And he, and he told me just recently that, that he's, he's read the Bible all of his life. He's, he's been a preacher. He's been a missionary, but he's started to understand the Bible in a completely different way than he ever has before by writing it. Just like that missionary told him all those years ago, almost 40 years ago, that when you write it, when you copy it, you'll understand it in a completely different way. And my dad has just been amazed at what he has learned and, and the changes that he has felt and seen from copying the Bible and writing it down. Um, and my dad's almost 80, and he's still growing. He's still growing and taking on new challenges and new tasks. And I, and I challenge each of us to continue to grow and add value to ourselves. So when we add value to ourselves, we can bring value to others. And then we'll put ourselves in those places that best value what we have to offer. And when we're valued, just like the watch was taken to the museum, it was, it was valued at $500,000. We'll be valued at what we are worth. But we have to keep adding that value to make sure our worth keeps going up and placing ourselves in those places that value the value that we bring. And if you, I'd love to, to connect with you any, any way I can, you can go to AaronDegler.com. We can connect via a text, email, um, have different coaching programs one-on-one. Um, we can, uh, work on increasing your value, growing, learning. What can we do? What's the next step we can do? I'd love to be able to be a part of that and, and help you, um, continue your growth. Uh, because we're never too old to keep growing. My dad is great proof of that, 80 years old, and he's um, been writing a couple hours every day um, ever since the first year to get through the Bible. So 
We're never too old to grow. We're never too old to add value. And I'd love to help you find a way that you can add value. So I appreciate you stopping by, taking a little time to join me today. And I tell my wife, Kim, every night before I go to bed, it's Bama Night, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.